The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. First, we're dealing with the significant news overnight that the former president, Donald Trump, has been ordered to pay E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million in a second defamation action. This comes after he sexually assaulted her many years ago and then um, defamed her repeatedly thereafter, was sued for defamation and then defamed her again. Larry Donnelly, law lecturer with the University of Galway, is with us. Larry, this is another one of those things where, where Donald Trump once again sets a bizarre precedent. It seems extraordinary that the Republican presumptive nominee is a man who sexually assaulted a woman and then defamed her. But this is where we are. Yeah, yeah. Extraordinary is the only word you can use to describe it, Anton. Uh, you know, this is uh, it, it's crazy stuff. And, and again, uh, Trump's behavior uh, at the trial is, you know, it's, it's hard to fathom. Uh, He even walked out uh, in the middle of the closing statement. He got up and walked out of the courtroom. Uh, He treated the judge, he treated the system with nothing but uh, contempt. Um, The way he comported himself, and I just don't understand uh, how people watching that can say um, that's the individual that they would like to be their president, regardless of how one feels uh, ideologically. uh, Again, he just doesn't have the temperament to be president of the United States. And I think that this case... Uh, proves it. And and also, it should be noted, um, the behavior of his attorney, Alina Haba, uh, is extraordinary to see. Uh, As a lawyer myself, I just can't imagine uh, behaving that way in a courtroom and then going out to the press uh, and speaking the way that she did. So uh, really, we are looking at something of a parallel universe here. It's just extraordinary. Uh, You say as a lawyer yourself, walk us through the legal uh, aspects of this. We had two cases, effectively one that fed into the other. Yeah, I mean, I looked at this and what I say to my students, the procedural history, that is, how did the case get to be before this court? Uh, If you look at the procedural history here, it's it's all over the place. I mean, Trump filed so many uh, different appeals and tried to do all these different tactics, uh, which amounted to delays. Uh, This actually was the first case that was brought. uh, Believe it or not, the first case that was filed was filed in 2019 for defamation. Subsequently, uh, E. Jean Carroll filed a second uh, lawsuit uh, where for battery uh, and also for defamation. That uh, that resolved itself in the, uh, the Trump. It, the damages were awarded in the amount of five and a half million uh, against Trump. This defamation suit had been pre-existing, but she amended that suit to include new statements that Trump made uh, after the after a verdict had, after the award had been made against him uh, to expand it to include new statements that he made. Uh, hence, we have this other proceeding uh, in which, as a result, uh, you know, the, a huge amount of damages were awarded, 83.3 million, uh, 65 million of that uh, is punitive damages. Uh, that strikes me as a pretty high punitive damage award. Uh, Trump is obviously going to appeal that. He's already appealing uh, the other one. So these things will drag on and on. But while all this lurks in the background, the political question here is, uh, what is this going to do? Uh, in terms of his chances of being elected president of the United States. It is probably not going to do anything to damage him with his base. But that cadre of floating Americans who decide these things, I cannot imagine uh, that all of this is going to do him any good with them, in particular, uh, the vital cadre of uh, suburban white women, who I think in many ways uh, can identify with Jean Carroll, uh, her eccentricities, which Trump and others have pointed to notwithstanding. 
And as I understand the facts now that the juries have found, what we know is that uh, two juries of his peers in combination have found him to have sexually assaulted this woman, lied about that sexual assault and defamed her in the process. Yes, yes. I mean, the the, the plain truth uh, is yes, two juries have made that finding. Now, and again, it's abhorrent. Uh, what E. Jean Carroll has been through is uh, abhorrent. Uh, you know, she survived all of this. Uh, and, you know, fair play to her for standing up uh, and taking these actions against a, a very, very powerful uh, individual. Um, so the, the, the facts are what the facts are. Now, Trump, of course, uh, is spinning this all as a political witch hunt. He's saying, look, the Biden administration uh, is behind this or is somehow supporting it. Uh, the reality is the first lawsuit here was filed while Donald Trump was still uh, the president of the United States. So that rings hollow. But what he will continue to say to his followers is that, look, I don't know this woman. Uh, this is all made up. This is a witch hunt. Uh, and an awful lot of people are prepared to swallow that. Despite the fact that in the deposition, it is he has shown a picture of himself with her in the same picture. But setting all that aside, let us not really to get the trial. You, you mentioned the behaviour of, of his lawyer. We have a, a small clip of her, I think, after the case speaking to media. Why? Because President Trump is leading in the polls and now we see what you get in New York. I am so proud to stand with President Trump, but I am not proud to stand with what I saw in that courtroom. Unusual to hear a, law, a, a lawyer berate the uh, process they have just been through and, and make a political analysis of the trial. Is it that that you questioned in terms of her behaviour? Absolutely. I mean, lawyers are officers uh, of the court, first and foremost. So obviously, they're advocates for uh, their particular client, but an attorney is an officer of the court. Uh, and to, to disparage the system in that way uh, really is a disgusting uh, violation of, of that code and that sacred duty that all lawyers take uh, when they're sworn into the, the bar. Um, so, yeah, it, it is extraordinary. She's clearly uh, you know, auditioning for a role with Trump, or she thinks uh, she can make an awful lot of money uh, by being associated with Trump and by being loyal to him. The other thing she points to, which I think will get some credit credence among conservatives, uh, she points to this happening in New York. Uh, I think Trump will say that, look, uh, this is New York. The people there are extremely liberal. Uh, they don't like me for whatever reason. Uh, and that's why I couldn't get a fair trial. I couldn't get a fair shake uh, in New York. Um, that will resonate with people uh, in the American hotland who don't have an awful lot of time for New York. Uh, so, again, that'll be part of how uh, he chooses to spin this. But uh, the fact remains, uh, you know, look, all this, this is in the ether, and Trump is still the front runner for the Republican nomination. It's a weird world we live in. Larry, thank you very much as always. That's Larry Donnelly, University of Galway Law Lecturer. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday. With Nifty Business. Saturday morning at nine. On News Talk.